Hi family, welcome to God's Word Transforming Lives. Are you wanting to learn the Bible verse by verse, one letter at a time, with real life application? Then this podcast is for you. My name is Amy and I have been teaching the Word of God to women for over 15 years now. I came out of some trauma from my childhood and it left me feeling so empty. And after searching high and low with everything the world had to offer, I always came up short until I learned the Word of God for myself. And it was in that that I became transformed. So if you would like to be transformed by God's Word, then stick around and let's do this together. Did you know that I have a study guide that I have written, sisters just like you, who really want to know the deeper things of God, who want to understand God's attributes like love, God is truth, God is righteous, He's just. What does it mean that He's omnipresent and omniscient? And what does that mean for you personally? When people talk about Jesus and being justified and sanctified and to be redeemed, and how can you apply it to your daily life? And so many other questions like, can we really trust the Bible? And who are we as man? Is hell real? These are great questions that we need to know the answers to as we are walking in our Christ-like faith. To love him is to know him. And Jesus said that we will be worshiping him in spirit and truth. And it is the truth that sets us free. So if you want to go deeper in your walk with God and have more understanding of the things that he has truly done for you and know more of the word for yourself, I highly recommend this study guide. I will have a link for you in the show notes on where you can get it. It is on Amazon and it's called Equipping the Saints. I hope this episode blesses you. I just want to come on here really quick and just give this little teaching on discipleship. This past week, my husband and I went out and bought a bunch of fruit trees. Never done fruit trees before, but we're going to we're going to try it. These fruit trees were it's in the fall, like close getting closer to winter. It's mid-October here in Ohio. And so everything's starting to die and and whatnot. So we want to buy some fruit trees and plant them for next year. And I liked the ones that had already had a little bit of fruit on them. I thought, well, that's promising. They're already bearing a little bit of fruit. That's good. There was this one apple tree that we bought as we were pulling it out of the car or the truck or van, whatever. This apple was there. I just looked at it. I thought, oh, that's sad. Look at that little apple. It's like, it's not even edible. Hmm. I mean, I'm sure you could have ate it, but didn't look edible. It doesn't look appetizing. I just looked at that apple and I had like this fond affection for it. Like that's what we're like when we're babies. Like when we have just, we're just like little, we just came to Christ and we're not, you know, our fruit, like this is what our fruit looks like. You know, it's, it's small. It's not very appetizing. I know you can't see this on the podcast, but it's this little tiny apple and it's got holes in it and it's got this big crack down the middle. Like it's just, you know, it's just not, this doesn't look good yet, you know? And it made me think of discipleship and how I'm going to plant this tree and I'm going to, we're going to tend to the, this fruit tree and we're going to pruning it and, and loving on it. And, you know, that it'll eventually become like, it'll produce like these really beautiful, juicy apples that we are going to desire and want to eat off of and eat eat the apples or whatever. But what it made me think of is just like, you know, when we first get born again, that we are broken, you know, we are not, we're babies. 
And, you know, and we have, I call it stinky diapers, right? We have these stinky diapers. We can be rebellious. We can be, we're immature. We don't really know the word, obviously still kind of want to do it our way. We have a hard time maybe letting go of things that we need to let go of as we've been called to come out from among the world and be holy. As I have been discipling people for many, 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 many years now, I can see how we need to long suffer with, you know, believers and realize that they are babes in Christ and they need loved and they're coming out of a lot of hard stuff. This world is traumatizing. I mean, Satan is throwing everything at us to traumatize us. And there are so, there's so much immorality and so much pleasures and all these things. And, and so it takes real patience and love and compassion as we are discipling um, new believers. And then even as they, and it's our job to disciple them in the word and to point them to Jesus Christ. We should not become like their God. We should not become their, we, we don't want them to idolize us or put up us, uh, us up on a pedestal because we're still on our sanctification road too. We are not perfect by any means. And so it's really important that we're spending time with people and discipling them. And so that's what I want to ask is I ask this question to people all the time. Who are you being discipled by and who are you discipling? Because even if you are new to Christ, newer to Christ, there's still somebody out there that's knows less than you that hasn't been around as long as you, you know, if you've been born again a month, there's somebody who needs the salvation of that day. And obviously we, you know, got to use discernment, be careful discipling people when we don't know the answers, but we're pointing people to Jesus Christ in his word and his people and his church and his bride. And so it's really important that we are, that you are being discipled so that those cracks can start bring, bring healing to those cracks. Your, your, um, older men and older women will help you get through life and through the scriptures and teach you the things that you need to know to help you be conformed into the image of Christ to perfect you. The word talks about that in Ephesians that, you know, we're, we, you being people have been given to the body of Christ to help perfect and mature the body of Christ. And that's our job. We're to stir each other on for good works. We're to love one another. We're to, we're to labor in the scriptures together, teach each other the word. We're to help iron sharpens iron. We're to bring accountability to each other. But see, in order to do that, you have to submit. You have to be able to submit and say, you know what? I need discipled. I need someone who will care for me, who will counsel me, who will labor through scriptures with me, who I can ask questions to. And, and it's, it's not always just one person. It can be a whole body of believers, obviously coming together as one. And discipleship is more than just like, we're getting together once a week for an hour for the word. It's Jesus did life with his people. Paul did life with his, with the people that he was discipling. It's 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 full immersion. So it's coming together and and spending time with each other in each other's homes, being with each other. Obviously, corporately on Sundays is very important, but also going out and and breaking bread together. When you read in Acts chapter two verse forty two, I love this. It says they devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings. What's the apostles' teachings? The word of God. It's the word of God. It's what we have. This is the apostles' teachings right here. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings. They would get together and they would read the word together. They would discuss the word together. They would pray over the word together. They would learn the word together. 
Okay. Then they would have fellowship. So they would again together over the word. They would eat together. It says here breaking bread. So they would eat together. They would do life together. They'd play together. They would go out in the harvest fields together. They would go and preach and teach to the lost. They would go and I mean they were doing birthday parties and wedding ceremonies and everything. They were, you know, they were a community of believers spending life together. And Christ was their cornerstone. Christ was their head. They did all this in Christ and they got together and they prayed together. This is vital that you are with a body of believers and getting together often in prayer. I cannot express this enough, how important this is to be surrounded by his word, letting the word transform us, praying with one another, praying through the word together learning the word together, but also fellowshipping with one another, really getting to know each other intimately and deeply, which is going to take more than two hours on a Sunday. And we are to, we're going to have to be intentional in that, right? So I would encourage you first and foremost, I pray that you are in a Bible believing church, that you have found yourself a wonderful God fearing Bible believing Bible teaching a uh, biblical church where there's biblical men that are overseeing the souls that they're biblically qualified to do that. And that they are washing your feet. They are teaching you the word. They are loving you. This church is full of older men and older women who are willing to pour into you the truth of the gospel, that you are finding friendships, that you are serving in your church, that you are helping the church grow and flourish. Even if that's cleaning toilets, working in the nursery, cooking food, taking it to the nursing homes, whatever it is that your church specifically needs help in, that you are willing to give of your time, talent, and treasure to be a part of that body and to help grow the body and to grow God's church. And so that will bring that discipleship. Get involved in Bible studies, get involved in your women's ministry. Hopefully there is one, um, you know, look for an older woman who has what you want in the church and ask her, like, will you disciple me? Will you walk out life with me? How can I be more involved in your life? How can I glean from you, learn from you? And that's so important. And I pray that there are women that are willing to do that in your, in your church. And I know that discipleship is a lost key. I know that we don't have a lot of men and women that are older, that are Titus minded, that they want to pour out um, their lives for others. And we are, we are, we have really lost that beautiful key in the church. But I do believe if you ask and you seek and you knock that Jesus will bring you that beautiful godly woman who is willing to pour into you and invest in you. Ideally, it should be somebody that you are going to church with. It should be somebody that you are doing physical life with. Um, that may not be the case for you. Maybe you just, you do need counseling. You do need discipleship. Haven't found that person. Reach out to me, um, go to my website, book a call with me and you know, I'd be willing to talk with you, counsel with you um, and see where we can try to uh, you know, fill in those gaps until the Lord does bring you somebody that's more physical, able to be there for you physically. Um, if you're in Northeast Ohio, then, you know, come and, and hang out with me and come to um, my church or whatever, or come to my living room, you know, I don't care. So either way, I'm here for you. And I know there's others that'll be there for you, but just remember, you know, if you're working with people long suffer, 
Okay. Long suffer. It won't always look like this, but if you are someone who is newer to Christ or just feels like they just haven't had that pruning and that tending to, and someone who's been laboring with them. And so you have all these cracks and these so much still needs healed and things just don't look the way you want it to look. Your fruit just doesn't quite look the way you want it to look yet. There's hope, you know, get discipled, get involved. God will do his thing. Holy spirit will connect you with the right people, the right time to start producing that beautiful fruit that you want. You want to, you want to be the kind of fruit that when people are around you, they want to take a bite out of you. Ah, right. They want that's juicy. And that juice is just running down when they eat your fruit, that they're, they're getting the juiciness of Christ. They're getting love and joy and peace and truth and goodness and self-control and all those things that you just, you produce this fruit that attracts other people. And, but that takes time. My fruit used to look just like this, actually probably worse. And I'm sorry on the podcast, you can't see it, but if you go over to YouTube and watch this on YouTube, you'll see the, the couple that I'm holding up here. But, um, it was not pretty. It was a mess. It, oh, it did. Oh, it needed so much healing and so much training and teaching and help. And I did not have anybody to help me though. I tried, I couldn't find people back in that day. And so, you know what? I'm here. If you need help, uh, Lord help us father with discipleship, help us to, uh, love one another. Well, to be patient with one another, love covers multitude of sins, help us to be long suffering with each other, to, um, love hopes, all things help us to just pour into each other, to be willing to pour into each other, Lord, help us to do life together. God help us to be connected to a body of believers that we can become family with God, that we're not just, how are you today on for two hours? And then I don't see you again for a week, or I don't see you again for a month, but I'm truly doing life with you. I'm truly involved in your life. You're involved in my life. Father, I pray that we would truly become like the early church, that we would devote ourselves to the apostles' teachings, that we would devote ourselves to fellowship, we devote ourselves to prayer, we devote ourselves, Father God, to the breaking of bread, eating with one another, uh, having fun with one another, but also going out and laboring with one another to preach the gospel to the lost, Lord, that we would just become a very tight-knit, united bride in you, Father, locally and universally. Father, Touch those who are going to hear this, bring disciplers into their lives, help them to want to disciple as well. Father, let us become the church you've called us to be in Jesus name. Amen. I love you guys. God bless. Family, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If it has blessed you in any way, would you give me 30 seconds and share it with a friend of yours? One more small little favor, if you would. Head over to whatever podcast source you're listening to this on and give me a five-star review. That would be so great. It helps get the episodes out there to other people who may be wanting to learn God's word. Again, don't forget guys, until next time, it is a crockpot faith, not a microwave. With God's word, discipleship, and patience, you too will be transformed for his good work grace and peace I leave with you until next time.